0: On the DNVR Broncos podcast. Henry, you know why? Why? Because it is the off-season of all off-seasons. Oh, it it's been the off-season technically for six months
1: now with yep. the Broncos,
0: since they're always done in the beginning of January. Hey, so technically, only for the
1: last seven years.
0: Okay, you're right, you're right. Only in the time that DNVR's been around, for the wow. most part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually even yes. BSN.
0: Yep. B- yeah, definitely BSN all of DNBR. Yep. BSN got one. Yep. About six months into the company's inception. Yep. The Broncos were good. And since there it's been downhill. This year might be different though, and we're gonna talk about that. But today is really the first week. Of the real offseason. Broncos are not allowed to be in the building for the next six weeks. Sean Payton's not in the building this week uh, or or this weekend, this past weekend. And the entire organization really takes a big step back in these six weeks. And when it's the offseason, Henry... Things get wild and fun on this (laughs) podcast. So welcome into the DNVR Broncos podcast off-season edition. I'm Zach Stephen, joined by my guy, Henry Chisholm. Ryan isn't feeling well today, so we hope that he's feeling better and can be on with us later this Mm -hmm. week. So we're thinking about you, Ryan and He's lucky
1: he showed up Friday.
0: Oh, or else people would be like, "Man, That'd be a this full guy week. is
1: twerking
0: that, exactly, on his own." Exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly. That would be a full week.
0: Or are we lucky that he showed up on Friday? Were were we lucky to be graced in his presence?
1: I think he's pretty lucky he showed up on Friday,
0: <laughs> uh, and hopefully he's back tomorrow. But Henry, we've we've got Broncos on our mind. 365 yeah, days a year.
1: We do. I actually, I got bored last. night. I'm in a weird place now that the Nuggets are done. Mm, or just like I don't know what like to do mentally, with myself. Yeah, like, mostly I've just been, like, catching up on sleep and drinking a bunch of water and stuff and oh, recovering that's good. from that's last good.
0: week. Yeah, Literally, you have water on the set. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's very important. Um, so I, I have to ask, since you mentioned water, how much did you drink this weekend? Alcohol? Alcohol, none. none. I mean, none since the parade. So you
0: stay true to your word?
1: Bro, I am that uninterested. That is impressive, Henry. I am uninterested in alcohol <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Like, I had my fill. It's... I'll, I'll kind of ease back around. Maybe, like, some Buffs game days. You know, maybe go to a Rockies game, have a beer or two. Buffs game days. What sport are we talking about? Uh, football.
0: Oh, so you're... Wow, you're oh, way yeah. out in the like future. I,
1: I again, I'm not a big drinker unless I'm watching sports yeah it was just and I've watched a lot of sports recently it
0: was funny on Friday when you're like I'm not a big drinker yet I took my first drink of the day yesterday Mm -hmm. at 5 15 in the morning I just I just couldn't see those two things going together it
1: was a celebration (laughs) like I just didn't have a choice I love it but I have a choice now but yeah uh point is a lot of water Going to the gym a lot, but also I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play with the Broncos on Madden Mm. and just see what happens. It was so fun.
0: It it was what?
1: It was fun. Like I had like the new rosters and stuff. Like I was going to game saying like, okay, like which three receivers am I getting on the field? Like I'll be able to work a couple (laughs) in. But like, sorry KJ, sorry Marvin, I'm going with the big three. It was it was fun. Mm. It's a good team. So Marvin kind of got the boot. Marvin did. Yeah. Even KJ showed up and like made a couple plays. Wow. But again, like four receivers. Oh look, there's KJ wide open. Yep. Yeah. How's, be how's McGlinchey? Oh, McGlinchey, McGlinchey is good. He got called for a pretty crucial holding on an eight-yard run from Javante. But outside oh, of boy. that. Oh, yeah. boy. So, Javante's back. Javante is pretty good. sick also. You know what?
0: That should just be our... We should just run through your Madden Broncos oh, team today. Yeah. Do you May, think people would like just, that?
1: We should just bring the Xbox and we can just play oh, Madden. That's,
0: that's a Well, we got to wait till Ryan's back.
1: And be like, that. oh, I wonder what happens if we play JL Skinner at linebacker. It's like, oh, we can plug JL in. And, uh, wouldn't that not be allowed in our Madden League? That we we're not going based on our Madden league. We have <laughs> I hate it's it's Madden's fault. It's not our league's rules, but positions are kind of gone in the NFL now. Like yeah, re- receivers, yeah. lamp line up, is line up running backs. Running backs line up outside. Safeties line up at linebacker. Like I the fact that you can you should be able to like click on my linebacker and like I want to sub and pick anybody. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. It'd be fun. And uh, why is that? Why
0: is that different? Why can't you? What? Why doesn't it give you that big of an advantage in the NFL now?
1: Um, that's a good question. Why
0: aren't safeties just the new linebackers?
1: Sometimes they are. I mean... Sometimes. Occasionally, occasionally you just have, like, the full-on position switch, uh, like Mark Barron, Mm -hmm. who's like, he's a safety, but also he doesn't really run real well, so he can be, like, a kind of good cover linebacker. So you have guys who make the full switch. Mark Barron, former Bronco. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. (laughs) Shout out. We should do a pod on him. We'll have plenty of time this summer. I
0: think he played... uh, Three snaps in training camp, and that yep. was it for the Broncos. Yep. yep. And then he got hurt and, uh, you know, got a
1: couple million dollars on his way here. Yep. Uh, yeah, that would have been nice if he had panned out. But, um, yeah, so you have some of that, but you also just have um, positionless players at the starting point where it's like Isaiah Simmons. Oh, they're moving from linebacker to safety. It's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe should have done that sooner or whatever, but you could kind of fit him in it either. But then there's also just you just call it the dime. Or it's like you want Caden Stearns right. in at linebacker. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, well, this is just a dime package then. And it no, technically right. is, but you don't really change a lot, you know?
0: And and you're right that sometimes it does just happen where there's straight-up position changes yeah. and the safety is now the new starting linebacker. Yep. But what's crazy is that seems like kind of the way of the new NFL, yet the Broncos yeah. have, like, the most prototypical inside linebackers. They do. When you think of inside linebackers, Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton – And some people might think that's like a negative thing to say, Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're just too prototype right now uh, for being that position when you are going into such a pass happy league. But these guys are getting five and six million dollars a year. The Broncos really want them. And we both think that they're they're very good linebackers. So it's just kind of fascinating. But you're right. It's because both of those guys aren't going to be on the field for 95 percent of the snaps. They're going to be rotating. You're going to have a J.L. Skinner on the field. You're going to have Kareem Jackson, Mm -hmm. Caden Stearns and Justin Simmons on the field at
1: the same time in order to combat that. Yeah, and you could even like you could go nickel but throw in like Frank Clark for one of them, have five guys down on the line if you want and still right. think like, "Oh, we're big and heavy enough to stop the run." But that's a big thing is if you have those two then you just feel really good about your run defense. Yeah. And you true. might not always need it, but when you do need it, it's going to be just fine at the worst you would hope well we can't say the word madden anymore because right when you said
0: that we got our first dislike Uh, on youtube so people don't want the madden pod okay we hear you but hit us with a thumbs up we'd really appreciate it happy juneteenth hopefully all of you are off watching us at home maybe you're hitting the golf course soon the swimming pool uh henry you hitting the golf course after this uh
1: no, I'm doing the buffs pod after this.
0: Oh, is so you're working extra.
1: Yeah, because RK's sick. No, um that's true. yeah, so that's gonna be interesting because I covered the buffs like two years ago and there's like I know about three players on the team. <laughs> like I know Shador <laughs> Sanders, like I know uh the cor- Travis Hunter. Yeah. And they've got the Cormani McLean. I know those three. And
0: you only know those three because they're, like, big-time names, not because they were actually here when you covered them. No,
1: yeah, there's just nobody left. And so I come out, and it's like, oh, Owen Carey. He was this sick recruit out of California, like, crazy mobile linebacker. It's like, oh, he left last week. (laughs) (laughs) Why did he leave? (laughs) Like, he was
0: awesome. Was he actually good? Or was he, like, 2020 Buffs good?
1: I mean, he was their top recruit in that class, I think. But, I mean, how does that compare to Dion's classes? We'll see. Okay. Because, I mean, you're going to... Oh, a little Debbie Downer
0: on the Buffs pod today?
1: I'm, I don't know if it makes me a Debbie Downer that I took the Buffs over three and a half wins. You know? Wow. I took the over, is but the line is that low. That? Yeah. It moved up that. That is what... Being around this company.
0: Exactly. And, and all the optimism, which exactly. I totally get. But, man, I would have thought it was like six and a half or seven yeah. and a half. And that's where I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll,
1: I'll take the over on that. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half, though, like, eh, I, don't, I don't know. Five and a half, eh, that seems like a bad bet.
0: And I think you're sending a message to people on the Buffs podcast with your shirt right now. Go Grizz. You're reminding them what a national championship t-shirt looks like?
1: Uh, Yeah, and also uh, what the team that sold more season tickets than the Buffs last year looked like. Wow, is it not the case anymore, though? I would guess not this yeah, year. Probably, probably not. not this year. Pro-
0: probably not. Actually, I didn't put that together. That's supposed to be a grizzly bear on his shirt. I thought, that yep. was a, I thought it was a
1: squirrel. Damn, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the old
1: '90s stuff was good.
0: I mean, it is a cool shirt, but I just feel like they need to make the bear or the, yeah, bear, right? Yeah. Look more like a bear than a squirrel.
1: He looks like a cocaine
0: bear. Oh. Oh. Like that yeah. was the OG cocaine bear. I think so. Wow. Yeah. Who knew Montana was so ahead of the times? Yeah.
1: Usually, I, I they don't have much cocaine up there. I would. I guess I moved away when I was like 20, so I would have been. They probably have crazier stuff. Yeah, or just just a lot of beer, whole lot of beer. Yep, whole lot of beer, a lot of Breckenridge beer. Actually, there's a meth problem. I'm not sure. Maybe that's oh, gotten gee, better. But see, yeah, yeah that, never mind. That would be that yeah. would be a lot more intense. That is, yeah, that is more intense.
0: Um, so you Pocaine mentioned would be the good thing. You mentioned a couple of names. You said, uh, Kareem, or we said Kareem yep. Jackson. You said Frank Clark. Those are some guys that two months ago, I mean a month ago, Mm -hmm. but two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, we're not on this team. And shortly after the Broncos fired Nathaniel Hackett, we kind of put our expectations out there. What's Mm -hmm. it going to be if they go uh, and get Sean Payton? What's Mm -hmm. it going to be if they go a different route? Um, And we kind of broke those down for about a month until they hired Sean Payton. Then we had our new expectations. Then the Broncos went out and spent $250 million in free agency. So Our expectations changed maybe a little bit then. And then we saw what Sean Payton was able to do or not do, uh, what we're able to say or not say during mandatory minicamp in the OTAs this offseason when the Broncos actually practiced. And maybe our expectations changed, and they've Mm -hmm. also added some players there. So now that the entire offseason is over, Sean and George Payton have said that they're still going to be looking to add players. But for the most Mm -hmm. part, this is probably the team – that it's going to be going into training camp, going into week one. So, Henry, how have your expectations changed about this team since the start of the offseason program? So,
1: about the start of April. Yeah, that's tough because, like, when I just go through and do all the math on the team, I come out at, like, yeah, they should win, like, ten games. Mm. It's like, Daniel Hackett to Sean Payton, like, you're up, like, three wins better Hmm.
0: Wait, from... He,
1: from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton. Like, you just plug Sean Payton into that team last year. Does so he get him to seven? Does he get him to eight? Yeah, I mean, three wins would be eight. If exactly. If we do math on the show. And that's where, like... I, don't know. I, I started by thinking two. And okay. I was like, Sean Payton is not only two wins better than Nathaniel mm. Hackett. He mm. just isn't. He is mm. so much better than that. And you go from there to... I mean, you just upgrade the offensive line. You mm. factor in the injuries last year. You factor in the... So uh, you go through all that and say like, doesn't that mean they're already kind of at like nine or 10 wins, which I don't believe, but you do the math and that's what it would make you think is like, they picked up five wins this off season. It was a great off season. Then you get to camp and Javante is back. So say you expected him back mid season Mm. and he was going to kind of be himself. Now I expect him to be back and kind of himself at the start of the season. And I expect him to get better throughout the season. So I think that's worth another win. Like,
0: Forgot about Javante's addition that we found out yeah. during the offseason. And that's
1: that's the big one to me. Because outside, I mean, like, Kareem, good to have him. If there's injuries, it'll be really, really great to have him. Mm-hmm. But if everybody's healthy, it's like, yeah, there's like, there's 10 snaps a game where you, you feel a little bit better than you would have. Um, Frank Clark, eh, uh, if, if, he turned, if he's playoff Frank Clark, then he's picking up 11, 12 sacks this season. That's great. If he's not, and he never has been in the regular season, then I don't know that that really changes all that much.
0: And kind of maybe offsets Baron Browning's injury. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's kind of a wash, exactly uh, uh, by the the addition and the subtraction there. Yep. Um, So I
1: come out with like maybe one win for Javante better. Okay. So where are you at? Again, I did all the math, and it's like, well, two for Peyton, another one for the injuries that you have happened last year won't happen this year or not to that extent you would hope um the upgraded offensive line is another win um so there's four so you're at nine you add this one in, and it's 10 but then i say i expect 10 wins from the broncos and then i think like no it's not down to eight (laughs) well
0: see and and henry when you break it down like that I think you're really on to something, and I mm. kinda have similar math too that I want to go through and just see if it does add up. But one of the things the Broncos clearly did this offseason was they called our friends over at Bacchus and Chang because they had a total nightmare accident yes. on their hands after last year. They smashed the twos two, 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 after just the terrible accident they were in, and they got major help because the money was flowing for the Broncos this offseason and that could be the case with Backus and Shanker, too. We could talk be. about how the Broncos spent $250 million this offseason. It's a ton of money. Backus and Shanker has won their clients over a billion dollars. You could almost buy a football team with that money, you could almost buy Michael Jordan's share of the Hornets with that money. If you are in an accident, whether it's rideshare, whether it's auto, whether a, a bus, a bicycle, whatever the injury is in that accident, call our friends over at Bax and Shanker at 222 They are going to help you through this process. They set you up with a free consultation. They set you up with a free, uh, it's free when you're going through it. You only pay once they win you money or check them out at coloradolaw.net. That's 222-2222 to get, get in touch with our friends over at Bax and Shanker on the Zachus and Hanker podcast.
1: Yes. Um, And also play some kickball like we do, uh, because for $20 a month or $200 per year, you can get unlimited pickups, drop-ins, and tournaments from Volo Sports. They have different sports all over the city um, and even outside the city, like all over the metro area. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you want to play in a darts league or you want to play kickball, like I said, or soccer, basketball, or flag football, Or uh, even the weird ones. Like, I'm sure there's like a mini golf league or something like that, which would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Check out Volo. Um, There's also a beta version of that monthly subscription, which is only $10 a month for three months. So maybe check that out. And like I said, get you into unlimited pickups, drop-ins, and tournaments. All the different sports all across the city. Um, So. When you do that, though, use the code DNVR10 and you'll get $10 off at www.volosports.com slash Denver. It's volosports.com slash Denver. DNVR10 for $10 off. I was over at
0: Illegal Pete's yesterday and Mm. just in the corner... There was a uh, Volo uh, bags, Volo bo- oh. cornholes. I just said Volo across and I'm like, man, on the patio at Illegal Pete's wow. with a nice Marg and Volo. Yeah. Man, playing some cornhole. That sounds amazing. That does. And Henry, I'm kind of along those same lines when talking about expectations. I think the jump from Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson to Sean Payton what I think Sean Payton is going to be able to do for Russell Wilson kind of at a minimum of the bump he's going Mm -hmm. to give him, what, 10 spots better than last year at kind of a minimum, like a bottom five quarterback to an average quarterback, kind of at least maybe like the 18th best quarterback in the NFL, so just below average. And then with Sean Payton's game management, what he's going to be able to do for the offense, that's at least three wins right there. Yeah. Like at least, especially with all the end of game stuff.
1: You would think. You would think. There's also a good one from Jose, except for kicker. They did get worse at kicker. I'll take a win away for that. See, you, you've been wanting to, to find ways 9th. to take
0: wins away and there, that actually is a legitimate one.
1: I think I think there will be a game where you look back and say, "Oh, I wish we had Brandwick Manis." And who knows, maybe there are plenty of other times during the season you would have been frustrated. But I do think they downgrade. So that's man. That, I now mean, I'm back at nine. I feel a lot better. Yeah,
0: they, and that's a really good point, Jose. Uh, especially, uh, you just wish that Sean Payton would have come out and given Elliott Fry like, man, we feel like we got the diamond in the exactly. rough. He's our guy. But when you ask about him and he says, yeah, just like every position, we're looking to bring guys in. You're like, ah, oh, damn, they don't really yep. trust that he's the the kicker. And if you're in kicker purgatory, that could absolutely cost you. Just ask the Chargers. I mean, how many games yep. did they lose a couple of years ago because they were just rotating in kickers and kickers were missing yep. you know, four kicks a game and then missing game winners from 30 yards out and stuff? So that is a really good one to keep in mind there, Jose. So yep. I, just like you, three games for the coaching uh,
1: boost. Then. Ooh. Was yours just offensive coaching? Yes. Because then there's the defense too, which I think is interesting. You want to take a win away or would you give a win to them? I think it's about the same. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if you want to take a win away, which I I could kind of get behind. But
0: here's the thing is at the end of the season last year, everyone thought the Broncos defense was this top 5 defense mm-hmm. from the beginning of the season till the end of the season, and they were from the beginning of the season till week 12.
2: Mm-hmm. And then they
0: were a a, a bad defense in terms of points per game allowed. And obviously the offense didn't help with that, but they they were bad. And so they averaged to be like the 14th, 13th best scoring defense, 14th best scoring defense. I kind of think that's where the Broncos are going to be this year too. So I think in terms of the net result at the end of the season, I think Broncos are going to be very similar. So I'm actually not willing to take a, a, a win away.
1: Special teams?
0: That is one where you could give them a win, especially maybe if this, that. If this special teams is anything close to what Mike Westhoff thinks it's going to be, I know. they're going to go from worst to first this year. Yeah,
1: I mean, Football Outsiders had them at uh, they they dropped fifteen points because of special teams last year,
0: and with how many close games they were in,
1: exactly that's
0: at least a game.
1: And then you say like, what if they go not just from like bad to average, right. but bad to good? Right. Then that's thirty points. Yeah, which is a lot. It's now two wins. Does that? I, don't, I think it does balance out the kicker swap. I yeah. think pretty easily.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, that, that's a really good point. Man, this is just crazy how the further we get away from last year, the more rosy of yeah. glasses you're able to have looking at this team. And, of course, it, the unknown is there. And so when there's unknown, you typically get the benefit yeah. of the doubt, especially when you're talking about a team in this mm-hmm. market and you're talking about team that we cover and, and you're close to.
1: And it's Sean Payton. Who also gets the benefit of the doubt. Exactly, exactly. And that's
0: why, so then I also give a a game for what they did in free agency. They did lose Draymond Jones, but I think it was a one-for-one replacement Mm -hmm. with Zach Allen and what they did with the offensive line. I do think that that's worth a game. It should be worth a game. If that's $250 million spending spree isn't worth a game, (laughs) you spend more in free agency than any other team, then you really effed up free agency if that's not worth a game.
1: What about Stidham over Rippon? Like you assume it's two games. Does he get you one more win than Ripon would have?
0: If it if he's in for two games? Yeah. No. I, I think don't he think goes so one and one. And isn't that what Brett did last year? Or no. No, Brett's one and one in his career starting games. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So I, I think it's at the end of the, the day same. it's probably the same. Maybe his stats are a little better and he does perform mm-hmm. a little better, but I don't think he's lifting you uh to like a,
1: a He's not worth a win.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. No. Especially at that backup spot. Um so one win there, and then this offseason just seeing the coaching again. Javante Williams boosts. That's worth at least another win. Now we're at 10 wins. Yep. And that's kind of even... You, you could make a case that Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, what he's going to do for Russ is going to be worth even more than three wins. Uh, exactly. So you could really build the case that this team could be 11, 12 wins. I'm not going to go that far at all. No. But 10 wins isn't crazy to say. But where the floor has to be, Henry... The floor has to be seven wins for this team. Uh, y- and there's I something mean- to back that up. And that is Sean Payton has never had worse than a seven and nine record. Now, obviously, seven wins this year would be seven and ten record. But he's been seven and nine. Let's see. Um, one, two, three, four, four times. Four times in 15 years, he was seven and nine. That's the worst he's ever been. He was eight and eight another year. And then he's had a winning record every other year. Outside mm-hmm. of that, that's, that's the floor for this team. Uh, if they are that, any worse than that, then uh, this is just another disaster for the Broncos. That's
1: the thing, though, is they've gone below the floor in like four, like uh, what, six of the last seven seasons, probably.
0: And uh, it's been a disaster. It, it has. When, when they've gone below the floor. But and when the trend has been a, fired.
1: When the trend is a. It, it is always the worst case scenario. It's tough to say our worst-case scenario is as bad as it should be, you know?
0: So I don't think the... I just don't think that they're going to get below seven wins this year.
1: I don't think so either. And if but I do, also a total thought disaster. they were going to be going to the playoffs last year. <laughs> and I thought whatever the year before and before that and before that, our worst-case scenario has never been as bad as what actually happened. Okay, I guess worst-case scenario and floor is a just a tiny bit different.
0: In my okay. mind, I think, like, the realistic floor is seven wins, just because Sean Payton, he's been given Drew Brees, but he's also been given four different quarterbacks. When they had four different quarterbacks play in Sean Payton's last year after Drew Brees retired, they went nine and eight. And they got um, okay production from the quarterbacks. You have Russell Wilson. That should be better than Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, uh, Ian Book. (laughs) And who was the other quarter? Oh, Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Those are the four quarterbacks. Russell Wilson should be a little bit better than that, and he was able to go 9-8 and eight with that team. Now, to be fair, that was the NFC South, which did have the Bucks with Tom then,
1: but no one else, really. And, I mean, what about the other? What if, what if something bad happens? I mean, we're going to touch wood through all this, but the, the Broncos have had the most ACL tears in the NFL the last five years. But I've been told the injuries can't be worse than last year. I think they could be on the defense.
0: I think they could be... I mean, Randy Gregory got hurt last year. Baron Browning got
1: hurt last year. Yeah. Wasn't DJ uh, Jones out a couple of games? A couple. And But with Randy, how surprised are we going to be if that happens again?
0: You have to plan for it. You're like so negative. Su- you're
1: surprised if it doesn't happen 100%. Again. And you go through, and it's like, okay, Justin Simmons missed a few games. Yep, which has never happened before. Yep. Darby missed a bunch of games, but he also, I mean... Well, what, how big of a difference was it really between him and Damari Mathis, you know? Outside of that first game, not much. Exactly. And so I don't think you lost much there. Ooh, did that lose him a game,
0: though? Uh, if Darby's in
1: that Chargers game. Ooh. And I'm I'm maybe, super high on Damari Mathis, yeah, but like, that was a brutal game. There's a chance, yeah. Um, What, you, you didn't have Josie the first couple weeks. You didn't have Jonas the entire season. Yeah. But that's also, turns out it was worth it because you found out Alex Singleton is good. Yeah, um, it's true. You didn't have Javante. But, like, just defense. Oh, just defense. You're right, you're right, you're right. Do you think... How crazy would it be to get worse injury luck than that this year?
0: I mean, it would be... It's not that crazy. No, it's not that crazy. It would be a bad break, though. It would be a bad break. I don't think it's going to be that bad. And then, obviously, on the Mm -hmm. offensive side...
1: Offensive side is
0: where it was really bad. Really shouldn't be because you bad.
1: lost Javante and didn't have a replacement. You lost Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. And you shouldn't have the fumbles from Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be cutting Samaj yeah. P.
0: Ryan midway through the season because of similar issues that Javante or that, oh. that Melvin had.
1: Didn't have bowls all year. Quinn yeah. missed a couple of games. Yeah. I mean they they definitely Dalton even was hurt, who's yep. he's never been hurt. Lloyd got hurt. Turned out Graham Glasgow is a little bit better. So again, that's another one where it's like, yeah, maybe now Graham's gone. Yeah, so you wonder. I wonder how. I hope that the Broncos are healthy this year. I think there's a a chance that all of a sudden, oh, defensive star, we just lose him for the whole second half of the season. You know.
0: And you probably do have to count on that, just like every team should count on losing one key player probably yep. on each side of the ball for a significant amount of the season but then where you come into it is if you're already planning on losing randy gregory for a significant part of the season yep. then you're like now we have to count on another star being gone for a significant part but something that we haven't talked about yet is the broncos made a massive investment in their strength and conditioning staff in yep. uh their uh what, what 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 other position did they hire It was like a brand new position um, to oversee everything
1: vp of was it was it just human performance, health, and human
0: maybe health? essentially he's yeah. overlooking everything? They paid him big time money to come over from was it LSU? Yeah, it was a big SEC team, uh, and they paid him big time money. So they have just dumped resources into this, and he's had a really good track record where he's been in terms of injuries. So just as big of a boost as the Broncos got from the coaching staff going from Nathaniel Hackett mm-hmm. to Sean Payton, they might have got just as big of a boost. On the injury side, too.
1: You hope so. You really hope so. It's VP of Player Health and Performance. VP of, VP of Player Health and Performance. That's kind
0: of what Sean Payton was talking about last yep. week when he was talking about how I can just, uh, you know, manipulate the titles in order to make a job yep. a little sexier. VP of Player Health and Performance. Yeah. Well,
1: because he lost him when he was with the Saints. Yep. It's like, wow, he's doing great stuff. Then LSU just said, here, do you just take over this whole, like, side of the athletics department? Yeah. And you just can't compete with that unless you say take... You're now a vice president here of at the, at the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Exactly, that's of a pretty a
0: five billion dollar organization. Yeah,
1: so he gets a decent payday. But that's, I mean, he he'll do everything. Like that's food and mm-hmm. shakes and supplements and yep. the lifts and the stretches and all those different things. Yep. Recovery even. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully that solves all the problems or cuts it in half. Oh, that would be incredible. I mean, that would be incredible.
0: And, I mean, you look typically, the teams that win the Super Bowl are one of, they're obviously very talented, good coaching, probably a good quarterback, but they're also one of the least injured teams, the Broncos in 2015, outside of Peyton Manning, which is kind of crazy to say, outside of Peyton Manning, Mm -hmm. incredibly healthy. Uh, The Chiefs last year, they have the best coach in the NFL, the best quarterback in the NFL. They also had the fewest number of injuries. I think, like, near the end of the season, they had, like, $250,000 $250,000 of cap space on IR. It was yeah. like mind blowing where the Broncos were at like yep. 125 million or yep. something crazy.
1: What the NFL? Yep. But I mean, then Super Bowl 48, no Vaughn, no Chris Harris. Who? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I've they tried didn't to have Black Derek it Wolf. Out. They didn't Derek have Wolf. Chris I so. Harris.
0: They didn't have Vaughn. Um, they didn't. Who was their starting inside linebacker that game? It was wild oh. who it was because of. <clears throat> Excuse me, because of injuries. I don't know. The offensive know. line, Ryan Clady, that was actually his last year yep. with the Broncos. Uh, he was not healthy either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just go down the list of guys. The, the offensive line, they had some injuries as well. Yep. Of course, That's... the famous snap from Manny Ramirez.
1: <sighs> we can move along, I guess. We
0: we, we can move on. Um, so, Henry, what happens if they don't get to seven wins? Um,
1: I'll be sad. You'll be sad. Yep. Okay. Great, uh, that great w- analysis. That would uh, that would be upsetting. That that would be upsetting again if they don't get to seven. I mean, because where do you even go? You you know you're you're tearing everything down, which means you're getting rid of Russell, and you can't mm-hmm. really. I mean, it's not like you're replacing players. It's not like you're building any talent around you for the next two years while you pay that off. Um, moving on from Randy Gregory, you mm-hmm. might move on from Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. Um, What I mean, I guess Javante still has another year on his. Like you, you're tearing everything down. You're just going to, you're going to suck for at least a year or two, and that would just be a really dark place to be.
0: That's just two things. When you said they're going to tear it down, I thought, what tearing down is there? They just hired Sean Payton. They're not going to tear that down. There's a lot of players they can move on from. And something else, another major move would be George Payton. I'd have to imagine that he would be gone. So they would tear everything around Sean Payton down but Sean Payton isn't the rebuild type so that's yeah. why yes i do think they're moving on from Russell Wilson but then are they trading three first round picks in order to get to the third pick in the draft to pick the third best quarterback in the draft something like that where Maybe. it's yes they are making massive changes but it's, it's it's and then they make a huge move after tearing things down in order to get a rookie quarterback or something like that but you're right it would be just another <laughs> crazy off season i don't think that's going to happen though
1: <laughs> yeah. And the thing, I mean, Sean Payton isn't the rebuilding type, but that's just because he's only had a good team. Like, we never we don't know what would have happened if they sucked. Couldn't they have tried to rebuild right after Drew Brees retired? Said, let's they take, could've. let's take a step
0: back. Instead of going Jameis Winston, let's just go Ian Book for a year. Yeah. And then kind of tank and then give Sean a top five quarterback in the draft. But instead they tried. They went nine and eight. They were still in a terrible cap situation. And Sean mm-hmm. said, peace out. I'm going to leave this. It, yep. It's because we're, we're not bad enough to truly be rebuild, but we're also not close enough to really doing anything.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, he'd had his 15-year run there. Where I, I understand wanting to take a break. And if that's the situation you're in, why not just coach somewhere else where you have a salary cap you can work with? But that's, I mean, no team is going to go 12-4 and four and then the next year just say, you know what? We're just tearing everything down. You know, even if you lose Drew Brees, you still see what you have. And, you know, 9-8, and eight, game away from the playoffs, like, I don't know. The, I mean, tearing,
0: it's just like Bron- tearing things
1: down is usually a really bad idea. That's just like the Broncos
0: after exactly. uh, after winning Super Bowl 50. Yeah, you they, can't just They punt. didn't tear it down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, who the Chiefs beat this year? The Eagles. Uh, Eagles, so they're obviously not tearing it down. Um, I don't know. I, I think... Tearing it down just does not happen all that often. I think people think it happens more, but that's because... And That's why I don't think Sean would tear it down. If you won six games, though, and you have Russell Wilson on that contract, you're either running it back with Russ... Or you're kind of just tearing it down. Like I don't they think They would
0: not be running it back with that.
1: And us. that's the thing. Like <laughs> your your hands are just tied at that point. You don't have a choice. And the thing is like you always look at the teardowns like, Oh, we'll go down, we'll draft a quarterback, and we'll bounce back up and be like, Okay, so did you get Patrick Mahomes or I guess, I guess even if you just have like a Josh Allen or a Joe Burrow, you can still feel good about yourself and be competitive. But there's only a couple quarterbacks who are just gonna go win you Super Bowls.
0: I mean the Bills are like as depressed as they could be. They, exactly. think they think that they need to tear it down, yet you have Josh Allen, you have Exactly. Bundy, you have so much talent still.
1: And what happens more often than not is you tear things down, and then your team just sucks for a decade. Right. Like, it's really, really tough to build a good team. Like, I mean, who's who are the worst teams right now?
0: Right now, the uh, Texans, the uh, Cardinals. The, the Texans
1: will stay down there. The Cardinals have done literally nothing in the last, like, 20 years Cardinals like they, gonna, they were able to get up yeah, to like 500 yeah. a couple years and yeah. maybe sneak in but
0: i mean i kind of think the team that you look at is the jaguars oh, and God, it yeah. took a generational quarterback what a lot of people thought generational yeah. quarterback and trevor lawrence to flip them around but yeah. outside of one year where nathaniel hackett was the offensive coordinator they've really just been a terrible team
1: they have been terrible and who Even knows like
0: trying to tank and stuff
1: yeah yeah it doesn't the rebuild stuff just—I don't think it works all that well in football. Sometimes you don't have a choice. That's why Sean Payton's not doing it.
2: Um, <laughs> unless
1: you're unless you're really stuck. The thing is, I don't think they're gonna win six games. That's fair. I think they'll win more than six games, and everything will be fine. That's very fair. Oh, the and Jets uh, is a good one, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And if anyone's gonna turn them them around, it would be an Aaron Rodgers. Type. Yeah. I mean, that's what turn the Broncos around. Russell Wilson, we did it. <laughs> Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh
1: wow. Um, were you were you pulling for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver before?
0: Uh, Russ. Ru- Russ was the the so number maybe. one. I, I thought it was not as realistic. Certainly, yeah. I thought Aaron Rodgers was a lot more realistic. Yeah. But when we went through and we put our dream scenarios for the Broncos quarterback would be, we all three, wow. including when Mace was on the show, we all three put Russ number one huh. because he was that kind of perfect. Because this was when the conversation was Kyler. Aaron Rodgers and Russ. And uh, I had Rodgers too. And I believe, I know Ryan had Kyler too because of just how long he could play. I just don't trust Kyler. I don't care about that. It's about being good. Yeah, I'm right there with (laughs) you. But we all had Russ because we thought he was that perfect balance of having enough time left in the tank while also being elite. Who knows which one of those is going to be true if (laughs) either of them.
1: Yeah, that's the thing though is like, Aaron Rodgers might be closer to Russ than Peyton Manning. you would rather have Russ than, you know. Wait, say that again? Aaron Rodgers, him going to the Jets might be more like Russ going to the Broncos than was oh, Peyton going it, to the Broncos. It, it
0: could be. And, I mean, you look at last year, uh, that was very much a down year for Aaron Rodgers. Coming off exactly. back-to-back MVP seasons, He, uh, I mean, his stats were just a little bit better than Russ's last year.
1: Did you see Jordan Love calling Bears fans his father? <laughs> what was that about? I mean, Jordan... Have you started a game in your career yet? That's terrible. Have you beat the Bears? No, he can't. They're his father. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, guys. <laughs> like, what is he thinking doing that? Like, I I, I want to... S- wait, I, wait. This- he called the Bears, he called their father? Well, because he father? said, Happy Father's Day to Bears fans. I think he meant
0: it in a way of like, I'm your father.
1: Like, but we it are not, your father. It did not come across come across that way. Because it wasn't, don't forget to say Happy Father's Day to us. It was Happy Father's Day.
0: That is really which is I know that is really weird because De- I saw Demarcus Walker. Um, he took to Twitter and was like he he did like the little writing down emoji like we'll remember this for when we beat you later. Um, that's it's uh, fascinating.
1: It was it's pretty great, but that's why I like I wish I could talk to Aaron Rodgers right now as just like a friend and just get his take. You want to be Aaron Rodgers' friend? I would love that at this particular moment because I I think there's a real chance he might just say like, yeah, I bet he did
0: that like. No, he'd first say, "Take this, eat this first, Uh, and then we'll talk in an hour." That
1: is probably true, (laughs) but I mean, maybe Jordan Love's just dumb.
0: I mean, and Aaron
1: Rodgers would know.
0: That is a very risky thing to do. And it's just like Mr. Orange says. Oh, his
1: dad is a Bears fan. I
0: think that that's that would make more sense.
1: Happy Father's Day,
0: Jordan. Jordan Love should know that ninety-nine point nine percent of people are not going to understand that at all. Well, yeah. And be extremely confused by it. Do you think his dad is still a Bears fan? He's um, just like, F my son, I'm going to no. maintain my loyalty. I don't think
1: that's the case. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Are you doing the research know. on this? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out.
0: When you figure that out, I got to tell you about our friends. Okay. Over at Breckenridge Brewery, the Mountain Beach Sour. It is that time. Henry, I think for the first time, it finally feels like summer. Like 89 degrees today, get yourself a Mountain Beach Sour. What's great about the Mountain Beach Sour is it is a sour beer, but it's it's light. It's not gonna overpower. It's not gonna be too sour. You can have a couple of these, and it's a perfect refreshing beer. So if you want to get the Mountain Beach Sour, come by the DNVR Bar, and if you can't do that, go to BreckBrew.com to get their beer locator. And if you uh, you can not only find out where you get Breckenridge beers, but you can find out specific beers and check out the Mountain Beach Sour. It is delicious, especially in the summer.
1: And also go check out our friends uh, whom we love at Foco um, because they've got a bunch of cool stuff, including bobbleheads of all of the champion Denver Nuggets. We're going to need some
0: after a bunch of ours were decapitated on set.
1: Oh, somebody took them away. (laughs) Probably smart. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, repairs. I don't. Once a head comes off, I don't know that goes back on. You just buy new ones over at Foco? That's what you do. You go over to FOCO and go get yourself a new bobblehead. Or if you don't want a bobblehead, you can get so many different things um, like hats or shoes or socks or Hawaiian shirts or just like signs and stuff to put places. Whatever you want. that has a Broncos logo on it. FOCO has it. Um, So get over there and use the code DNVR to get 10% off. So go to FOCO.com. You get 10% off with the code DNVR. There we go.
0: Okay, let's put a bow on this. Mm -hmm. Henry, what are your minimum expectations? Wait, real quick. Here's the
1: quote. Happy Father's Day to all the Bears fans out there. Go, Pat, go.
0: Yeah, see, it did not make it clear that his father is a Bears fan. Yeah, so true.
1: this line says uh, Love was at a quarterback camp in France when he recorded the message, and the Twitter user who posted it revealed that it wasn't so much a troll, page just reloaded, that is awful. Um, so much as a genuine message to French Bears fans. And also that Bears quarterback Justin Fields was also supposed to be at the camp but couldn't make it. Why is he giving a genuine happy
0: Father's Day to Bears fans? To to French Bears fans.
1: Happy Father's Day to all the Bears fans out is there. Is his
0: dad also French? And now it does make sense?
1: Um, the camp was in France. Jordan love father bears. That is just, uh, so just going to get the same thing. <laughs> that is <laughs>
0: just so random though. That's like Russ being in Monaco for the grand Prix and, and saying that to, uh, all the, uh, Monaco, Monacoian? Yeah. Mon-
1: Monacan. Oh, I would never have
0: had Monaco-ian? to say this. <laughs> Monacan. Monacan bears or, uh, chiefs fans. That'd be so weird. Yeah, It'd be something you would do. You would give a shout-out to Chiefs fans, but not Russell Wilson. That's
1: not true. I wouldn't...
0: Well, that's the last time Jordan Love ever does a fun thing for a fan after I'm sure he just got trolled by Packers fans.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Packers fans are trying to, like, have his back, Mm. but then everybody else is saying, like... That makes no sense what (laughs) you just said.
0: Like, that does not work. And then Bears players think that you just gave him billboard material to work with all season. Oh,
1: and there'll be, like, a billboard or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, of him being, like, the son of the Bears or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if they beat him. Oh, yeah. And when when was the last time
0: the Bears beat the Packers? I mean, you probably have to go back decades. The 85 (laughs) Bears, maybe? I'm
1: sure they did. (laughs) I'm sure they did.
0: Do you think they're probably not as on bad of a run as the Broncos
1: are to the Chiefs, unfortunately? The I mean I think the Broncos are like the second worst all time. It's really tough to check. I tried to <laughs> check a couple months ago. That is brutal. Was it fifteen yeah. now? Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Yeah. Eighteen. 15. At, no. Seventeen after this year. Playoffs. Let's hope not. Oh, huh? yeah. That's but true. Let's hope not. You're right. Yeah. No, it could not. Ooh. Do you take that? <laughs> the Broncos lose. Let me know. Let us know in the comment section. Would you take <sighs> this trade off? The Broncos lose three times to the Chiefs this year, but clearly means they made the playoffs. Wow. And you don't know when they lose. You don't know if it's exactly. wild card week, you don't know if it's AFC Championship. AFC Championship game. You take that in a heartbeat. It means the Broncos oh. just made the playoffs. And it also means they didn't make the playoffs by winning the division at 8 and 9. They didn't like back in. They actually had a yeah. good enough record to make it as a wild card team or yeah. they win the division and just it somehow the great. Chiefs knock them
1: off there. I take it in a heartbeat. Do you? I think so. I, I think so. I mean, at this point, like, if if the Broncos were consistently going to playoffs, you'd be like, no, I'm not giving, I'm I'm not right. giving the Chiefs anything. Right. But I, the Chiefs are probably going to win a playoff game this year. It is what it is. Broncos might as well make it.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Man, yep. that that's a little fun one there. Uh, whoa, Jose is not taking it.
1: Uh, see, uh, what do we think? We're gonna put this
0: out on Twitter. What do we think? No, no shot. Beham Moon. Mm-hmm. What are we? What are we doing here? Hating the Raiders or hating the Chiefs? But like, oh my gosh, Jose says he's rather miss the playoffs at eight and nine than lose three more times to these guys. What about make the playoffs at thirteen and three and losing the AFC championship <laughs> game? And two of your <laughs> two of your four losses in the season, including the playoffs, are to the Chiefs. Yeah. No, three of your four
1: losses. Yeah. Wow, that would be what?
0: And I mean, it's the Chiefs too. It's the defending Super Bowl champ. That's not like embarrassing.
1: No, it's only embarrassing in like the eighteen in a row little brother way. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so then do you think people would rather
0: here's another question. Would people rather lose three in a, three to the Chiefs uh-huh. this year and make the playoffs or lose three to the Raiders this year and also clearly make the playoffs? Oh. Because they've also got a streak against the Raiders. What's it at? Six now? I think they've lost six straight times to yeah, the Raiders? It's six. Chargers.
1: Um, Chargers only ones with not without a streak on the Broncos. Which is crazy. I mean that's I mean the reason the Broncos have been so bad, or half of it, is just because they can't keep up in their own division. Yep, big time. Like, you throw in another two, three wins a year, all of a sudden the records from the past seven years aren't so bad. Yeah, it's true. Like, last year you bottomed out, and you had seven or eight wins. And you went one and five in the division last year. That is disgusting. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. So what, what, what would be worse? Uh... Because, I mean, the thing is the Raiders get into the playoffs, but if the Raiders and Broncos are in, there's a chance the Chiefs are just out, yeah, which would also be though. nice. The, the Chiefs' worst not. record with Patrick Mahomes is 12-5. and Yeah, I think I'd take the Chiefs' one. That the, would be, the losses to the Chiefs don't hurt as bad to me anymore. Like, it's just expected. Like, I go into the like games. But now, like you said, you're
0: getting historic, where it could be yeah. the longest streak ever.
1: Yeah. I'll see if I can figure out what that streak is. Man,
0: that is, that is brutal. Okay, let's wrap this conversation up with... What are the minimum expectations for this team entering this season? There's, there's four options. One, um, the minimum, have at least, well, don't be worse than last year. Yep. Then winning record, then make the playoffs, then have a playoff run. What are your minimum
1: expectations for the team this year? <sighs> the thing is 500 isn't really a thing anymore. Otherwise, that would so have been. So it's winning record. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is like I wish it was 500 because winning records sounds like asking a lot. So maybe it is eight and nine. Eight and nine? You say eight and nine, you're fine. I Would I come out of the season? It depends on how it goes. And the weird thing is I would really like for them to win a bunch of games early and then fall off late because that would mean that. Like those games are important. You're right in it at the end. It was interesting in terms of like momentum. You'd probably want it to go the other way. I think I think if they go eight and nine and in December. I want the last game to mean something. That's what I want and not for draft position and not for draft positioning. I want it doesn't have to be like at kickoff, but I want week leading up to the game to at least be able to say here's how the Broncos can make the playoffs. I like that. It might. It can even be like the crazy long shot way, but technically alive. Yeah, and we have uh, Moon saying
0: finish 500 is the floor. So maybe instead of a winning record, I say 8-9 and is kind yeah. of that that second bar that you have to get to, and I'm, yeah. I'm right there. I think that's kind of the minimum expectation. B to 8 wins, we just said how easy it could be for them to get to 10 in terms of just the boost that they got this mm-hmm. offseason. That's two games short of that, so I think that's the minimum expectations there, and I truly think the floor is seven wins for this team just because mm-hmm. Sean Payton's never done that before. All of the upgrades, they were still a five win team last year. It's not like they're coming from two wins. So I'll go with there or I'll, I'll go there with you. Uh, and I think that's a, I mean, that would still be a three game jump, Henry. Which would be awesome. And then if you could say they're going to have another three game jump next year, then you're talking about 11 wins and you're certainly in the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, so by my math, I'm pretty sure the Patriots have actually. No, they're at 14. Patriots are at 14 over the Jets. Still? Yeah, they're still going.
0: Wow, you got to think that changes this year.
1: Or am I just way too high on them? I, I mean, I think both those both those teams nine wins. Like that's kind of where I'm at. So then you would think they split. You would think they probably at least, split. Right? Except for the fact that so the, the Broncos Patriots is, own the Jets. That's very true. <laughs> so the
0: Broncos is the longest losing streak right now.
1: I the, the current one that's alive, yes. Man. Um, And I believe that the longest is 20, which is the Dolphins over the Bills.
0: Wow. How about that? I wonder if the Bills are going to start a little run on the Dolphins soon. It's possible. They already have. They might have. Should we jump into the comment section? Talk to the people? Yes. First one coming in from the count says, from the odd box scores file, November 14th, 2010. Tell me what happened that day with the Broncos. November 14th, 2010. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that would have been...
1: Tebow. Would have been 2010. Would have been... So... November 14th. I don't know which one that was. Maybe that's the Browns game? Um,
0: No. Yeah. I thought there was no chance here. There were two quarterbacks played for the Broncos. Can you name both of them? You got this. I believe in you. You got
1: this. So I maybe mean, it would have been Tebow, and it would have been... Who'd they bench for Tebow? Oh, was come that Come on. You Orton? got this.
0: You got... Who? Orton. Boom. Bingo. There you go. (laughs) Our guy Nick in the back helping you out, trying to help you Uh, out here. Um, So he says the Broncos beat Hanks Chiefs despite, uh, actually, he says the Chefs, despite Matt Castle tossing 469 yards and four touchdowns. The Broncos beat a team where their quarterback threw for almost 500 yards and four touchdowns. Kyle Orton. Through the bean into pay dirt four times as well, but on a mere 296 yards. Tim Tebow had two carries and two yards and a wow. touchdown and was one for one through <laughs> the air with a three-yard tutty. No, Sean Moreno had 102 yards on the ground and caught three balls for 50 yards and a score. Also, catching touchdowns were Jabbar Gaffney, Spencer Larson, and Brandon Lloyd had two. Also, Jason Hunter, raise your hand if you remember that name.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, impressive. That was That was like my era your era because it's like play madden all the time Uh, so it's it's like yeah one through 53 i know everybody impressive oh yeah
0: uh he said he had a sack as well as a 75 yard fumble recovery touchdown for the orange and blue dt returned two kicks in that game for 68 yards and prater missed a field goal but was seven of seven on extra points it's been a long time (laughs) since the broncos ate like that hasn't it love the count and this is just incredibly depressing Oh, yeah. Instead of like reliving a fun game in which the Broncos beat the Chiefs, one of like the last times Mm -hmm. they did it. They had Tim Tebow and Kyle Orton, and they were able to put up like 500 yards of offense. The Broncos have had what I thought would be much better quarterback play
1: in the past seven years since that, and they've really gotten nowhere close. They have an offensive line now, though. Like that's where if all else fails and you can just run the ball and think you're going to get five yards, that's pretty nice. It, like you, you, you have like an engine now at the bottom of everything. But
0: they ran for 102 yards, no Sean did in that game. And they still threw for almost 300 yards. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, I don't know what the uh, score was in that game, but 40 there had to be 40 points put up.
1: Oh, yeah. It'd be nice. Man. If anyone can
0: help the Broncos with that, Sean Payton, though the count yes. chimes in with another one uh, and he says it was only a sack mario hagan had three sacks in that game love the count raise your hand if you remember mario hagan of course yeah yep, everyone does everyone yep. in their room is putting their hands up okay and we have a comment on the website as well that i want to make sure we hit it's from our guy moon he says what's the minimum wins for russ would have to stay in denver long term
1: uh, see, if we're I don't, talking
0: minimum for this year, I don't think we're talking long-term yet for Russ. I think we're talking about what would be the number of wins he'd have to get to be back next year.
1: Yep. But, I mean, I think if they go out and win 14 games, he's probably oh, here long-term, you yes. know? But I, I think mean, that's kind of where the bar is for long-term. Ooh, he's here.
0: If they do 12, he's their long-term guy. There, there's go There's going to be no yeah. questions next year about that. That's true. I mean, 11 i I think it's still eleven. You're like, man, this is the dude. He turned around ten, probably, but at ten, you could get a great rushing game. You could have great defense mm-hmm. to kind of carry you to to a ten and seven record or well,
1: ten he could just be bad next year, right, right. That's why that's and why then, I don't I don't think yeah. 10,
0: I think ten would be, but it's not a guarantee. I do think exactly. eleven would be though.
1: eleven's a guarantee. yeah,, uh, pretty much. I got twelve as a guarantee. Six. eleven would be a big step. But then just to be back next year, Seven,
0: eight. I think it's eight. I think it's
1: eight. Next saying nine. (laughs)
0: Um, man, seven's only a two game bump, and like I said, that's Sean Payton's floor, man. Yeah. If you're living in Sean Payton's basement, I there's (sighs) no guarantees there. But I think eight. Then I think you convince yourself, like, man, we just rather pay him in dead money or have him have a chance to have him bounce back again. I think you just keep him around for one more year. Then
1: yeah, because what they. To basically save, oof, so the, the cap, it goes up by $50 million if they cut him before next year.
0: Also, they, next year, next March, his 2024 becomes guaranteed. Yep. So really, you're not just deciding for next year, you're deciding for the next two years, which might make the bar higher.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess, so 2025 salary. So Yes, the,
0: 2025, you're right. 2025 salary kicks in next year, right?
1: So that's... 2024 yeah so you do have to decide before the before 2024 <laughs> season actually yeah.
0: in like march of next year yep. you have to decide on the 2025 salary
1: yeah cuz otherwise like if you didn't have to do that you would save 6 million bucks to move on from Russ before the 2025 season but if you've made it at that point there's another 37 million in guarantees that you have to add on to that so you're so, actually yeah, down I,
0: 30 oh maybe it is 9 wins then it might be because you're talking about a little bit more of a long term yeah henry if i told you if i gave you right Uh. now broncos go nine and eight this year no playoffs do you take it oh first winning record since 2016 when the broncos had the no fly zone von miller demarcus Ware.
1: i say no no I'd say no. It's probably the bad decision. I think it is the bad decision. If I was was, like the GM or something, I'd probably say yes. Oh, George Payton's taking that
0: right away because he's back next year. Because
1: for me, though, roll the dice, see if you get lucky, and have something to really build around. So a season without playoffs isn't worth it to you? No. Isn't worth it to just take and run with? They're just so stuck at that point. Like, if that that team gets 9-8, and this was the big spending year. Like, you can do a couple things to free up some money, but... What, like, oh, you move on from Cortland Sutton, you move on from Randy Gregory, you'd probably use all that money to just go get an edge rusher who, if, I don't know, it's like Bradley Chubb, like money-wise, and it's not like that's a huge effort. Like, $25 so just, million. Dollars. Exactly. So the changes that you're making to that team... Nine and eight, I I think this era might be going nowhere.
0: Man, so so Jose's kind of along your side. He's saying nine and eight would be the worst result possible. I typically agree, (laughs) except in this scenario. I think if you're stuck at eight and nine, nine and eight, that's the worst place to be because you're too far from getting a game-changing player at the top of the Mm -hmm. draft, and you're also not making the playoffs consistently. But this year it would be different because you would be gaining so much momentum from where you went from last it's year. It's true. And then you would be heading in the right direction. So I think for one year going nine and eight is actually okay.
1: <sighs> yeah. Maybe they do need to take a step and
0: then they can go on from there. I mean, you, you can't get to 12 wins if you don't. They're probably not going to go from five wins to 12 wins. There's probably a step in the middle.
1: I think that if they wind up nine and eight, we'll sit here next year and it'll kind of be the opposite of the conversation we had before. Where it's like, well, they just do this, they just did that, they just did that, and look, that's how you get from like five to whatever. I think if they go nine and eight, we sit here and say, well, the running game worked pretty well. You're probably not doing too much to improve that. The passing game probably worked pretty well. Probably maybe another year in the system, like Jerry Judy takes another step. Um, maybe Marvin Mims takes a step, so maybe you can upgrade a little bit. The defense probably is... Like, it would feel like you've kind of maxed out a little bit,
0: but no, because you just got four wins. I think then we'd be saying now you can add another three more on just uh, by being around the system for another year. Sean Payton's first year, what can you do uh, that second true. year?
1: We would say that. Uh, right, I think now, right now, right now, I don't for believe a it. Of years. Yeah, right now, if we were to say you go nine and eight, and it's like, well, you're two in the system. There's another two or three win improvement. Right now, I say no. That's, I don't think that's how that works. But when the time came, yep. I would probably be like, well, yeah, that's that's how you do it. Got to go do it. Like, right. The Sean Payton boost would be real.
0: Then people would be, be believing in him big time. Yeah. If We got this. And also first winning record since 2016. That's what that would be. Yeah. Did we have a winning record on this pod today? Yeah. 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 it was, yeah. Solid. Well, it was a nine and eight. Nine and eight. We were I nine, think we and, were eight nine eight and eight today. Maybe yep. we can go. We, are we building off momentum? we'll, we'll for see tomorrow? we'll test the theory we'll test the theory on tomorrow's dnvr broncos podcast thanks so much for tuning in Hit us with a thumbs up on youtube Hit us with a five-star review if you listen on the podcast side go to dnvr underscore broncos on twitter where we're going to be putting a couple of fun polls out there that we talked about today really mm-hmm. want your insight so thank you so much for tuning in on an off-season pod we'll see you tomorrow
2: how long's it been since you and I? roll out the truck and no i no.